0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply.
1: All right, I want to get into some boxing. It's a huge boxing. We get the heavyweight championships on the line, uh, Will. We got uh, you know Miami resident Luis Ortiz. He is uh, taking on Deontay Wilder in the rematch. So I want to get my guy, Peter Kahn, on the line. He covers boxing for Forbes. He's also a fantastic boxing manager, manages the likes of Xander Zayas, George Cambosis um and and uh and Dennis Hogan who got fights coming up in the in the next couple of weeks so Peter thanks for the time man really appreciate it
0: oh it's my pleasure and you know what I mean I've been on the fighter's fury but I haven't had the honor of being on the morning show so you know this is uh this is a great morning for me
1: well it's a it's a good voyage for me, man good made a voyage man I'm I'm glad that uh that we we were able to get you on and uh so uh, before we get into the, the, the heavyweight championship from this uh, for this yep. upcoming weekend, uh, what do you make of the news? Did you see this morning that uh, Floyd Mayweather, he's uh, he's putting out pictures of him and Dana white. They got a big project coming in 2020 and then says, uh, I'm out of retirement. Uh, do, do does this mean he's coming back to box? Is this going to be a freak show? What, what do you, what do you, uh, what do you uh, take from those initial social media signs from Floyd?
0: All I will say is the following. There's a pattern on the eve Of every big fight, Floyd comes out with some big cryptic social media post. And don't just take my word for it. Go back and look before Pacquiao Thurman, before Pacquiao Broner, before all these uh, these big fights. Um, Floyd comes out with some cryptic message. So I don't really think much of it. I don't think Floyd's going to fight again. Um, You know, Dana has spoken to a lot of people in boxing. I went up there and met with them up at the UFC offices uh, about, Zufa boxing. A lot of people have, so, you know, maybe they're going to collaborate, maybe uh, Mayweather promotions and, and uh, Zufa boxing are going to collaborate and do something together in 2020. I don't know, but I don't really know who Floyd would fight, um, especially in partnership with, uh, with Dana. So, you know, you could say, Oh, well, you know, maybe he's finally going to fight Pacquiao again, but the truth of the matter is I think that ship has sailed and uh, I don't know if there's much interest there anymore. And, for Pacquiao, it looks like he's probably going to end up fighting Mikey Garcia. Uh, that's what I think is going to happen in, in March or April. So, so, if you had to guess, like not,
1: if, if Floyd were to come back, if he if he were to come back to do something competitive, yeah. it would prob, but it would probably be like a freak show against right. somebody in MMA. It wouldn't be yeah, taking and, on somebody be, at the top of exhibition. the division in boxing. Yeah,
0: yeah, it wouldn't it wouldn't be in boxing. I just can't see it. I mean, he's so listen when you land in Vegas. And you're headed to the strip. Everyone's seen the big b- billboard, 50-0. I mean, he prides himself on, on having an undefeated career. And, and I just don't think, you know, he's going to take any chances. And I really don't see who he would actually fight. Who, who is there for him to fight? He's not going to fight anyone in the welterweight division that, that, uh, that really would, would matter right now. I mean, he's not going to fight anyone with top rank, which would be uh, Terrence Crawford. And he's certainly not going to fight El Spence or, or anybody like that. So, I mean, if I mean, if he's talking about doing something with Dana, then it's obviously going to be like you said, probably some sort of crossover type of uh, you know type of exhibition.
1: All right, so I'm very excited for this weekend, uh, Deontay Wilder versus Luis Ortiz. This was an awesome first fight. I don't really know why Deontay's doing it again because it's it feels to me like a very dangerous fight. But I'm I'm kind of surprised to see the odds where they are. Like they're very long in Deontay's favor. And right. you know, for for a guy who seemingly in Luis Ortiz was beating Deontay on points and got knocked I understand, got knocked out by him and, and I know his age, but I'm still surprised to see it be such a, a wide margin in the in the eyes of uh, of, of of Vegas. What do you
0: make? Of okay, that? so starting so starting with the odds, right? Going into the first fight. Wilder was a minus three thirty favorite. Ortiz was a plus two fifty underdog. Okay, right. Coming into tomorrow night, now you have Wilder minus six forty and Ortiz at plus five fifteen. So to your point, the odds are dramatically different. Um, you know, obviously a lot more in Wilder's favor. So with Deontay, I mean, come on, the guy, the guy's never lost, right? Forty one wins. Uh, what is it? Uh, forty one wins, forty knockouts. He's got the draw with Fury. Um, sometimes Wilder uh, might fight down to his opponent. And I'm not saying that to take anything away from Ortiz, who is a, an outstanding fighter, but I think in the first fight, I think Wilder uh, might have just not pressed the action uh, as much as he, he should have. And when he, when he got in trouble in the seventh round, he, he ramped it up a bit and then stopped him in the tenth. I think that the conventional thinking and what the oddsmakers are thinking and what a lot of people in boxing are thinking is that Deontay is going to come out to make a statement, uh, no different than he did with Dominic Brazil, uh, and I think he's going to put his foot on the gas pedal and look to get rid of Ortiz early. Ortiz is going to be in fantastic shape for 40 years old. He's a southpaw, which is a little bit uncomfortable. He's six four. He's a big guy. He's an excellent boxer, and you know he also has power. And you know they say the last thing to go in boxing is power. Yeah. So while he's definitely competitive, there's no doubt about that. I think that this Deontay Wilder that's going to show up is a Wilder that wants to get rid of him uh, as quickly as possible. And I think that pressure and that pace that Deontay is going to bring is going to, you know, make the difference and and help him, uh, you know, I think take care of Ortiz in in quicker fashion. I also had Ortiz winning on points in the first fight. I picked Ortiz to win the first fight in my Forbes preview, um, and he was on his way to doing it until he got caught.
1: Yeah, I mean, just Deontay just doesn't have to be perfect. That's the that's the only thing. Like it doesn't it doesn't matter what the scorecards are because he always gets he always finds the guy's chin. So uh, before we get you out of here, the uh, the 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 idea in the picture of the heavyweight division, they said that they're supposed to go Tyson Fury in February, but now he seems to be waffling on that. We have the Ruiz uh, Joshua rematch coming up in a couple of weeks. What do you think? Do you think we're on track to still do Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder, or do we have a swerve and maybe Deontay, he he beats Ortiz, and maybe he goes to fight the winner of uh, Joshua versus Ruiz? You
0: know, I, I mean, look, if there's a contract in place and it's already signed, I'm not sure if he has much leeway. Um, however, if if Joshua beats Ruiz, then him against Wilder would be a you know, would be a, I mean, I think Wilder stops him early. But I think that's the fight that could happen. And then the winner of that could fight Fury. But um, I think it really comes down to, like you said, what happens on December 7th uh, with Ruiz and Joshua in their rematch. Obviously, Deontay has to win tomorrow night. And Fury's always going to be sitting there. I mean, you know, although Fury refers to himself as a lineal champion, I mean, he's really not a a belt-holding heavyweight champion right now. You know, three of those belts are with Andy Ruiz Jr. And the other one's with Deontay.
1: All right. Uh, before we get you out of here, Peter, next week coming up for, for the local audience, Xander Zayas, one of your fighters. You, you manage a, a lot of fighters, but he is 17 years old. He's the youngest guy ever signed by top rank, and he's already been on ESPN+. Plus. People can see him again next week?
0: No, November 30th, ESPN+. Plus will be fighting um, Virgil Winfield in his uh, second fight uh, at the Cosmo uh, in Las Vegas. Uh, and then Dennis Hogan, I have him fighting Jamal Charlo December seventh for the WBC middleweight championship. That's
1: a nice one. Oh man, I like that one a lot.
0: And um, thank you. And then I have George Cambosas Jr. fighting Mickey Bay on December fourteenth on the Crawford uh, on the Crawford show. They also has Comey against uh, Tefino Lopez. And then uh, Zander back in January, uh, Amir Imam back in January. I mean, everyone's busy. So I got Emmanuel Tago, the number two rated lightweight in camp down here. You got to swim by the camp again. We got more guys for you to interview.
1: Let's do it, man. We'll definitely do it in the near future. Thanks for the time, Peter. Appreciate it, man.
0: Thank you very much. Look forward to coming on again.
1: All right, we'll definitely have him on down the line. Peter Kahn writes boxing for Forbes, and of course, you manage. That's a cool story. You guys just—you guys just taught me a lot. I love listening. That's I why I stay out of those because I defer to you guys' knowledge, and that's—it's good to. Uh, well, I have interviewed his fighter Xander before. He's seventeen years old. Man. He's already signed by Top Rank, and it was it blew me away because, like, he's—I talked to him when he was sixteen. Will. And it's like he's nuts. already got the next four years of his life mapped out to become a boxing champion. And I'm like, he's sixteen. This is kind of crazy. crazy. But you know what? It takes that craziness to have that. It can't just be like, oh, I'm gonna box for a little bit and then go be a kid and then go hang out and then go back and train. No, you gotta really go yeah, and all the way. His his first fight, this kid blew the doors off his first opponent. Like he did he did not disappoint. This was one of those four rounders and, cool. and he got points. He went and obliterated him. So if you guys want a cool local story, uh, look out for Xander Zayas next week on ESPN Plus. But uh, looking forward to that fight next week.